Howdy everybody, welcome to Desert Island Games. My name is Richard and in today's show was supposed to be a follow-up from last week's episode of Mass Effect 2. Um, I want to start by saying I have been playing this but I've been slightly distracted and that's what today's show is all about. Today's show is all about the distraction stopping me from getting Mass Effect 2 done. Without that being said, let's kick off the show and we'll see you on the other side. Desert Island Games is recorded weekly and released every single Tuesday. You can catch it on your favorite podcasting app, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Good Pods, Anchor, and all the other places. Not to forget Spotify, it's in that list too. You can get in touch with the show by hitting me an email at zappdced at hotmail.com or you can head over to Twitter or your social media feeds, look for me at that chap's app or uh, on Macedon at dig underscore Richard. I think it is. But there we go. Find me on the social medias, get in touch with me uh, via the email. I look forward to hearing you from you soon. Well, as I alluded to in the beginning of the show, a distraction has entered the mix, has entered the fray and has stopped me from getting too much further in Mass Effect. So I'm hoping next week's show is going to be the a culmination, the conclusion, if not close to the conclusion of my current playthrough of the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. For those who don't know, go listen to last week's episode. I go through everything that I've been doing in Mass Effect up to that point. Um, I was about 15 hours in when I got to my sort of first break, if you like. But let's talk about this week. This week's been a little bit different. Um, I've been on a bit of a weird tear just of late. Um, don't quite know what's come over me. Um, but I've got my distraction in front of me, uh, which has made my son, dare I say it, very jealous of what I've got in my hands. And I've been kind of posting it on social media and other bits and pieces, and it's going to form something a little bit different that's going to be well hopefully releasing on fridays so do stay tuned to, to that um but <clears throat> do excuse me um the distraction in front of me is a bunch of nintendo products yes um i have gone out and i have picked myself up a nintendo 2ds um and this is kind of what i want to talk about why, why i've bought it What's possessed me to go out and do this, along with the two physical games that are sitting in front of me, um, for my gaming pleasure, if you like. Uh, the 2DS um, came out of, well, I was watching, let's let's roll back. I, a few months ago, I watched uh, a YouTuber called John Stone. He was, did a subathon. And in his subathon, the challenge was to complete a living dex. I think this was a brand new living dex. I think he'd already done the living dex. And um, that was his challenge. And I kind of got a little bit like, do you know what? I wouldn't mind trying that. I started doing some research. So for, for those who don't know, I'm talking Pokemon. That's been the distraction. It's uh, I've been playing Pokemon on and off since, you know, late 90s. Like many people of my age, uh, mid-30s, It's it's been there. And, you know, the great thing about the franchise is it's great for younger audiences, older audience, whatever you want to, you know, get involved in. You can I've got a Nintendo Switch. It sits in front of me. We own Legends Arceus. I've got Sword, and I've got Pokemon Scarlet. I've got uh, I've got Let's Go Pikachu, and also Brilliant Diamond. So I've got all the Switch iterations of Pokemon, 
And I wanted to see if I could, with those games, create a living decks in those games. Uh, you can't, by the way. Uh, that's not physically possible. You do need some other things, and you need a 2DS. It, and I didn't just get this for Pokemon reasons. It's not like I'm just going to just play Pokemon on the 2DS. There are other games that I would like to pick up at some point, talk about them on the show, all that kind of stuff. But the, the real kind of sort of benefit behind it is picking up Pokemon. Um, but also... Like falling in love with handheld gaming has, uh, oh, handheld gaming has always been like one of my favourite ways of enjoying computer games. I've got Steam Deck, Switch, now got 2DS. I do have a new Switch turning up uh, as of recording on Tuesday, um, and we'll talk about that a little bit more uh, later down the line once I've played around with it. Um, but I picked up a second-hand used 2DS, uh, and it was about sixty pounds, which was reasonable. It's so those who don't know, the 2DS was one of the models that Nintendo brought out. It doesn't have the 3D functionality. It is the slab. It's one of the most ugly games consoles you're going to find on the market. It genuinely is quite an ugly piece of kit. It's full-blown plastic. Um, it's got some trigger fit buttons at the top. It's got one joystick. Let me tell you this, going from using a system that has two joysticks to one joystick, it's a very weird experience. You've got your A buttons and your, your B buttons, your X and Y, and you've got a D-pad, nice and clicky. And you've got your start and select, and that's it. And a sleep and a home button. That is essentially the 2DS in a nutshell. It relies off a proprietary um, charger port, which basically Nintendo, you need to do that. Same with the DS. So if you have a DS or a DSi, you can plug it in there. And you've got stylus, volume rocker, and those bits and pieces. I don't know why I've just described. It's also got a headphone jack. Uh, I don't know why I describe what the 2DS is like for people, uh, because probably most people who listens to the show know what a TDS is. If you don't, now you do. But the second-hand market is kind of flooded with these things. These plastic bricks, if you like, retailed fairly cheap because they were cheap and inexpensive. Uh, they weren't... They were the, the little brother of the 3DS uh, and the new 3DS. They did do release a 2DS uh, XL and fairly similar to the actual 3DS... So they released like different iterations. It's probably once you got going, it was one of Nintendo's best-selling consoles, along with obviously the DS. And you know, it really was um, once it got its stride run or running on its stride, it really was a piece of kit that did sell well. But that's not why I did it. Nostalgia is a, a funny thing, but I didn't just get it because because the system made me feel all warm and fuzzy in my tum tum. No, I got it because I wanted to, but. Essentially, the uh, the aim was to complete a full-blown living decks. Um, so along with that, I picked up so far two physical versions. I'm holding this up like you can see what I'm holding of Generations uh, 6. Generation 6, Pokemon Y and Pokemon Ultra Sun, which is the Generation 7 games. And the cool thing about this, and you're going to have to kind of listen to possibly the new show that comes out. I'm going to talk about these physical cartridges. I'm going to talk about having these games physically. Um, because these were also pre-owned. So if you can guess, get spoiler for the new show, I'm going to be talking about what was found on these cartridges um, before the inevitable deletion of the save took place. Because I want to play through it. I've never played Y, and I've played some of Ultra Moon years ago, but I don't remember it. I really don't. So that's what I've grabbed. And from my research, it looks like that's possible now to be able to do a living dex. Maybe I might need... Pokemon Black or Black 2, but they're very expensive. Um, but that's been the main distraction. The main thing that's been keeping me from playing Mass Effect 
is the fact that I'm now having a console that is like the smallest screen on the planet and so on. And it's, but it's something quite charming about going back in time a little bit and playing something like this. Um, so yeah, it's, it's cool. I, I love it. I think it's great. Battery life is good and all that. There's a reason why I also bought physical. Um, and it wasn't because I wanted to see what people had left on their games cartridge. That's like an added bonus. Uh, it's really disappointing to find out or hear, and well, I heard about this last year, that Nintendo was shutting down the eShop for the, the DS and the Wii U. It's a shame because it, it almost is a bit of a, oh, so we can't buy these games anymore. You can download them if you own them, and I've got Pokemon Crystal on my 2DS, but it's almost a, a kind of stab in the face to anybody that wants to be able to play these games, buy these games from Nintendo. Uh, the funny thing about Nintendo is we want to give them our money, but they always give us a reason to sit there and go, yeah, I don't really know. I don't know if I want to. Uh, and, and it's it, same with this. My only thinking or hoping is that they're going to bring all that stuff over to the Switch, um, which is almost a possibility, but who knows? I know we've just had the, the drop of uh, GoldenEye, um, but we may get all of the virtual console on the Switch now that they're wrapping up the eShop. It'll be a real shame because Nintendo, I think, is one of the biggest brands out there, gaming brands, that I know emulation and, and all that kind of stuff is a, is a very gray area and if you're pirating games that's really naughty but at the same time you can see why people do it with nintendo products because they don't really give you a chance to play those games again wind back to the mario 3d all-stars pack that had uh the n64's super mario uh, or super mario 64 uh, the GameCube, Super Mario Sunshine, and then Galaxy 1 from the Wii. Like, they just forgot Galaxy 2 ever existed. That pack came out that was so rushed and everything else, and the emulation for the N64 uh, Mario was atrocious. And it really does make you wonder, like, why we do these things for Nintendo, give them the money that we do, and so on and so forth. But buying pre-owned, Nintendo don't get a penny from me. But that soon, you know... I think it's going to push the price of games on the cartridge up even more. I very briefly said that a copy of Black or Black 2 is the best part of... It's Black 2. is the best part of £80. The game retailed for £40, £50 when it was new. It's doubled in price. A decent copy of Soul Silver or Heart Gold will set you back £100 plus because Nintendo stopped the run of their games. And I'm not saying that they should keep producing Nintendo 3DS games. No. But when it comes to a point that those games are going to finish uh, or when, you know, an ability to buy those games is removed, if you like, it's going to push the price. Now, you can't buy Pokemon Black on the, the eShop. It's quite frustrating. You can't do that. There's got a very few select titles on Nintendo's uh, shop. Um, so that's also quite frustrating and annoying. Uh, the only way to collect them is to put your hand in your pocket and, and pay out. So that's like that small thing. I've got a little collection of retro games or, you know, DS games, which is cool. Uh, I'm going to be putting them slowly to one side uh, and slowly building up a collection. I'm going to be looking at some Zeldas, I think, uh, and so on, because I think it'll be really cool. Um, but it's it's nice to, to, to have one of these again. I, I used to have one uh, a few years back, and then I can't remember why I sold it. I genuinely can't, and I'm not going to make the same mistake this time because... 
I think actually the way the world is with, with gaming and stuff, having physical cartridges lying around isn't a bad thing. Having that physical hardware is pretty cool. And uh, I'm really, really happy with that purchase. But it moves me on to my next thing. Like that segue, my next purchase is the Switch. So um, I said about this earlier in the show and I thought I'll briefly cover it now. Uh, tomorrow I have a brand new Switch turning up. I have a OG Switch. So I have one of those that have got that hardware vulnerability that people uh, sought after on eBay. Uh, so you can hack my Switch. I'm not really into all that sort of stuff. Uh, my Steam Deck is my emulation machine, which is quite nice. Uh, that does that job better than most things in the market, if you like. Uh, that's what my Steam Deck is. Uh, it's, it's used for a lot of things, but that's what I love my Steam Deck for as well, is emulation is incredible. Um, but Switch, going back to this, this thing is its not on its last legs. That's not fair on it. It's definitely the battery is definitely had its... It's, it's not as shining bright as, as it once was. Um, I got mine in August 2017 sort of six months after they released the Switch. Um, and I, as I keep saying, bought a new one. A little bit of context to this. Where before I ordered the Steam Deck, I actually had one of these on order. Um, and then I cancelled the order. It was like, okay, no, I want to get a Steam Deck instead because the Steam Deck is way cool. Um, and then I've now gone and bought an OLED. Yep, so tomorrow I'll have an OLED Switch in my hand. Uh, which I'm looking forward to. Yes, okay, it doesn't. It's not a power upgrade, but it's going to have the nice screen. It's going to make the games that I've got pop, all that kind of stuff. Um, again, and having Pokemon play on on the OLED is going to look cool. I know Scarlet's got its problems, and that isn't to say that I'm not going to be, you know, giving Scarlet a good go. Uh, but at the same time, I am quite looking forward to seeing what this stuff looks like on the Switch OLED. Um, so that's quite exciting. You know? uh, and yeah, I think um, it's well worth the upgrade time. You know, I've had this for, this will be its sixth year. And yeah, okay, I'll be bummed out if they come out in E3, Switch Pro 2 or whatever. But at the same time, Nintendo have got a good track record in making sure that older hardware works with current games. So look at the... 2DS. The 2DS is less powerful than the 3DS, but the games, most games, except from the odd one or two, will work on the 2DS that will work on the 3DS. So that's not a bad thing. Um, and yeah, I think six years in, the Switch is my Switch is well worth upgrading to something uh, or not upgrading, but grabbing a new one for that purpose. So they have been my distractions over the last week. The physical versions of the Nintendo, sorry, the Nintendo, yeah, the Nintendo 2DS or 3DS games, Pokemon Y and Ultra Sun. And I have to say, actually, Y has been quite a lot of fun. Uh, it's my first Gen 6 game. It's my first sort of foray into what has been classed as the 3D Pokemon uh, or the sort of the beginning of it. And it seems to be, you know, quite good, except from the rollerblade thing is a little bit strange. I'm just casually playing through it. Well, I say that I seem to have got addicted to surprise or wonder trading uh, for those who aren't in the know. And I'll go over this more in the new series. Uh, basically, wonder trading is exactly what it says on the tin. You trade. But the wonderful thing about it is you don't know what you're going to get. You put a Pokemon up and someone else around the world, whoever is actually playing or doing the wonder trade at the same time, 
trades a Pokemon. Surprise trading, as it's called now in Scarlet and Swords. Um, and to my surprise, there are people still playing Pokemon X and Y and still people playing Ultra Sun and, and Moon. And, you know, you have to remember these games are confined to those games where something like Brilliant Diamond uh, and Legends Arceus, they are open uh, because you can have Pokemon that can transfer from either game. Same with Sword and Shield, you know. You can have a Pokemon like Psyduck that actually you caught in Legends Arceus and you actually played it through your Brilliant Diamond or your um, Sword and Shield save. Scarlet's not available Pokemon Home, just let's go Eevee or Pikachu. You can only take Pokemon out, but you can't put Pokemon back in. So, yeah, there have been the distractions. Uh, Mass Effect is continuing very slowly. And I want to highlight that just because I've been distracted. I am still concentrating on making sure that I can wrap through Mass Effect and have that game all completed, ready, or most of it completed for next week. And we'll do the same that we did in uh, in the fact with Mass Effect 1. We'll do a wrap-up show and everything else, just in case you thought I was going to stop playing that. Now, I've gone over in today's episode about something new, a new show coming in. I've been in this weird dilemma place about where my Pokemon content sits, and it's not just Pokemon. Weirdly enough, I have this mad obsession with Destiny 2. It's one of my favorite shooters, uh, looter shooter MMO style games. The lore is incredible, and I really want to start producing some content. It may come here on Desert Island Games. It may be something that features week in and week out, or I just launch it as a special show for dig unsure don't know but it's definitely worth a thought the pokemon content is going to be releasing on fridays and i'm going to plan to release the first episode of the pokemon stuff on the 3rd of february that's when the release is going to happen i didn't think i was going to announce it in this show but i thought ah, bollocks to it i'm going to announce it and the idea is to have let's plays uh audio only let's plays the i uh talking about how my living decks is going what it's like just surprise trading everywhere and that kind of discussion of collecting used games and what people are leaving on there um and i've got some wonderful stuff to talk about the ultra sun save and the pokemon y save that was originally on the cartridge before the inevitable that happened is the erasing of the game me stealing all the pokemon <laughs> And then playing the game myself. Maybe even we'll talk about shiny hunting. I'm not a shiny hunter, but it does you know, make me want to try it. So that is coming. I haven't got a show title. I don't have an actual podcast title for that show, but I have an idea. And that's all you need sometimes. An idea just to have a go at trying to put something together that I'm quite excited about. So that's all coming up Friday the 3rd of February. Is the planned drop of the new Pokemon game show thing. So, because I've been distracted, that kind of wraps up this week's show. Desert Island Games is is done this week. It was more of a kind of like, this is what's going on. Um, I didn't want to force an episode of Mass Effect out when I didn't feel like I'd played enough and done enough content for you know, the show. I really think actually this is better in the long run because it gave gave me a chance to spend another week or so playing Mass Effect before I 
deliver that goodness that is the, the wrap-up show hopefully in the next week or so i don't want to spoil it either because i'm really enjoying what i'm doing and i'm going to put it all together and you know cross it off i'm really enjoying these styles of discussions even though i think i can improve and I, I know i can improve and maybe change the way i'm delivering that format and that's where i ask you the listener if you've got some advice um please as I said in the beginning of the show, do get in touch with me. My email is zapdseed at hotmail.com. That's zapdseed at hotmail.com. You can hit me up on Twitter at that jabzap. I am always open for constructive criticism. As long as that's what it is, I can take it. I'm not some crybaby who will go cry in the corner because you told me my show sucks. Tell me my show sucks and then tell me why I can improve it. Simple as that. But apart from that, I look forward to seeing you all next week or I look forward to for you having me in your ears next week, hopefully talking more Mass Effect and get ready for my Pokemon show that has no show name. Until then, guys, have a great day, have a great evening, wherever you are. See you soon. Bye-bye.